Hi, Steve here. Before I get started in this video, I want to say a very special, special thank you to all of those who donate to me to help support this video channel, the website, and everything I do at Think About It. I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I feel like I don't really get a chance to say thank you that much. I usually don't take time out to do this, but I really felt in my heart that I wanted to do this to say thank you to all of you who support Think About It. No matter how small or how large, whatever it is that you give, I know you do it because you believe in the truth. You believe in what I'm doing and you believe that the gospel is the most important thing for people to know and for people to hear. So thank you so much. People from New Zealand, Australia, people from right here in the United States, and I don't have a lot of donors, but those of you who do support us, I just want to say thank you so much. I'm not a 501c3. I'm not beholding to the government. I can be shut down at any time, but by God's grace, we're still here. So thank you so much to everyone who supports us, who prays for us, who gives. And I don't want anyone, I've said this before, but please, I don't want anyone giving who cannot afford to. I grew up in the time where so many preachers were always begging for money. I'm not begging. I'm not asking for your money. So for all of you who do support Think About It, I just want to say thank you so much. And I wanted to let you know, I really, really appreciate you. Now let's get into today's study and video. Before I get started, I, I want to say that my heart really goes out to those who have fallen for the greatest deception we've ever seen to this point. Along with many others, we've been trying to warn you of the deceptions of this so-called pandemic. Those who allowed fear and the lies from those in government, media, and the medical cabal to drive you into their arms and accept a genetically engineered bioweapon injection have suffered and many are yet to suffer as the results of what they allowed to be injected into their bodies will reap the whirlwind of suffering and finally death. I don't know of any family or any person who has not been affected by relatives, friends, co-workers who all tell their own stories of what this evil has done and the loss of loved ones they've experienced. So more than ever, this has crystallized and made very clear the options we have and the choices we have in this world before us. I almost fell over when I saw these verses in the book of Acts. There are many translations of the Bible I happen to like. The Christian Standard Bible translation is one of them. And in Acts chapter 10, verses 
38 through 43, look at what it says. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were under the tyranny of the devil. I thought this is the perfect way to say this. Other versions and translations say the oppressed of the devil. But I thought how current and how up to date this is, the tyranny of the devil, because that's exactly what it is. We ourselves are witnesses of everything he did in both the Judean country and in Jerusalem. And yet they killed him by hanging him on a tree. God raised up this man on the third day and caused him to be seen not by all the people, but by us whom God appointed as witnesses who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be the judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. You can have what this world offers, and they offer many things, but what you can't ever have if you love the world and the things in this world is a relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't have it both ways. You can choose the new world order and Klaus Schwab's philosophy. You will own nothing and you will be happy. The future is already here. The future has begun. Why this fourth industrial revolution is so crucial? It's coming like a tsunami. When we look at all the breakthroughs and all the possibilities, opportunities which we have in the coming years, it will be overwhelming to see how fast the change will happen in an exponential speed. Why is Apple so successful? It's not just because they produce great phones. They have a platform. What is essential for the future in terms of leadership capabilities is to develop contextual intelligence. We are living in fast changing systems. But the second dimension of leadership today is the soul. To have a vision, a long-term vision, as we find in this country. We need people, leaders, who have a compass which shows them the way into the future. We have to embrace this change with passion. I know change creates different feelings in different people. Feelings of fear. Sometimes feelings of resistance. But change means opportunities. It's not the robotization of humanity. It's to make this earth a real human place. You will live where we tell you to live and eat what we tell you to eat. And if you comply and do what we tell you to do, we'll allow you to have freedom. So why choose Jesus? What did he promise? Life to the fullest. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they would have life and have it abundantly. 
Jesus offers life, but you have to believe and receive it. If we abide in him, we will bear fruit. The life Jesus promises happens immediately, that moment we make him the Lord of our life and repent of our sins. The promise of life to the fullest has nothing to do with becoming wealthy or not having to experience problems, but having joy and peace. In this world, we will have tribulation. Acceptance. Everyone the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will never cast out, he promised. Jesus Christ assures us that he will never reject us. If we come to him, we will find him waiting with open arms. Christ's invitation is for everyone, regardless of social status, race, or sexual orientation. God doesn't look at your past, but sees you as a new creation through Christ Jesus. But in order to abide in Christ, it also means you're willing to abandon a sinful lifestyle you once desired. Reward. Truly, I tell you, Jesus said, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more. Now at this time, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Following Jesus requires giving up habits that displease God with the grace that he helps you do it with, as much as doing things that glorify him. In heaven, we will receive crowns of glory, crown of righteousness, crown of life. On earth, God repays man according to what his deeds deserve. We reap what we sow. And if we use our talent for God's glory, he will reward us. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. I also will love him and will reveal myself to him. The secret things belong to God, but through faith in Christ, he sends the Holy Spirit, who reveals mysteries, wisdom, and inspiration. Jesus manifests himself to those who obey his words, and blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Friendship. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I don't call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my father. There are seasons of friendship and friends come and go. Even family will fail us because man's nature is sinful. Christ reconciled us with God. He's not only our savior, but we have a wonderful and faithful friend in Jesus. Real joy and true peace. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. There is a joy when we obey and keep God's commands. We remain in his love. Jesus didn't promise us fame, wealth, and riches, but joy, peace, and understanding. Test of faith. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. 
For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life because of me will find it. All God's children will experience trials and testing. Jesus said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. When Jesus returns, no matter whether we're alive or dead in the ground, the Apostle Paul tells us his promise to us. Then we who are still alive, who are left on this earth, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we always be with the Lord. And the final promise for all of our heartache, sorrows, and pain from this world is this promise. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. There's nothing this world has to offer that even begins to compare with the promises that God has made to those who have put their trust in Him, those who have surrendered their life to Him and live for Him now, instead of this world and our flesh and the temporal things of this life. You and I really only have two choices in this world. He loves you. And that's why he came and offered himself as a man to hang on a cross and suffer and die for our sins so that he could bring us back into relationship with God. Mary. Rabboni. Touch me not, for I'm not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father and to my God, and your God. If you would like to choose Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, I leave a link in the description box below that you can go down there and click on and pray this simple prayer with me to ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. If you've watched this video and you don't know Jesus Christ, or you're not sure that you do, you're not sure that if you laid your head on your pillow tonight, you'd go to be in eternity. Where would you go in eternity? You'll either be with Christ because you already have accepted him and asked him into your life and asked him to forgive you of your sin and made him the Lord of your life, or you will go to hell. It's a real place. If you'd like to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's very simple. I leave a link in the description box below that you can go down there and click on it. If you'd like to know Jesus, it's a simple prayer that I help lead you in. If you don't know what to say, you're not sure how to pray and ask God to forgive you and ask Christ into your life, that prayer will help you. Go down there now and click on that link. If you'd like to know Jesus, and you'd like to invite him into your heart and your life today. Think about it. His name is above, his name is above depression. His name is above 
loneliness Oh, his name is above disease His name is above cancer His name is above every other name Jesus. Mm-hmm. 